Hey. Hey. So, uh, actually, what I should have done before you even got on here was figure out which episode this is. Cool. 64. This is the Get Your Some Productions podcast, episode 64. We are a podcast covering all things related to music production from the first note to the last fan and every damn thing in between. We create music and inspire others to do the same. My name is Keith. And my name is Daniel. Hello, Daniel. Hello. (laughs) And many episodes, not every episode, uh, but many episodes are live business meetings between me and Dan as we attempt to build a media empire right before your very eyes and ears. Uh, First thing we'll do is plug something. Do you want to do a little pluggy plug? Or I could do a plug. No. We are are affiliated with reverb.com. It is true. It is an excellent platform um, for getting all your music gear needs. Um, from uh, the tiniest little uh, accessories you might need, guitar strings, picks, violin bows, um, up to like big instruments and uh, amplification. Um, so we're affiliated in that. If you follow the link we provide below, um, you know, uh, we get a little uh, extra. So we'd love for you to shop through that. Um, and uh, we're just real happy with Reverb. I think uh, it's a really great uh, shopping experience too. So you should go yep. check that out. And uh, if you sign up for a membership that also doesn't cost anything, um, that would also benefit, benefit us greatly. Um, so below. Please do it. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't really have a plan for this show other than to touch base and sort of like maybe figure out, um, I don't know, just sort of take stock of where we're at and make a plan moving forward. Um, Because uh, I don't know, like, did you see I sent you a text with like all the people who want to be guests on the show? Yes. Yeah, I was about to say, I was the first thing on my mind was that we have a bunch of uh, interviews uh, pending. Down. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like that, people want to come on the show. Yep. Um, but you know, it's like you know how it is. It's just scheduling stuff that's preventing us from moving forward. (laughs) But I want what I. Well, I guess what we. You know what? So now that we're talking about it, because since this is essentially a business meeting, I think maybe what would be good is. If I go through the list, actually, let's just go through the list right while we're talking. Yeah. Because I just want to make sure I don't miss anybody. Okay. Um, so, Kat, Kat Burrow, Ted Hudson, Catrice Ryan, Gene Siegel, Paul DeCoster, and Pony, Tony Travis. Okay. So, that's one, two, that's six people. Um. And you know what I was thinking? I was thinking every time we do an interview, we should ask the guest to recommend someone else to be on the show. 
So like, like who do you think would be a good guest for our show? You know? So, so far we've had Josh recently, Josh Salant and, and, and Jim Carancio. I'll, te- I'll shoot them a text after we get off or if when I listen back to this, they do the show notes. <clears throat> It'll be a reminder to me to shoot them a text to um, ask them if they want to recommend anybody to be on the show. Um, Patrice Ryan said that she's only going to be available, I think she said late May. So, and Kat, we have to get back to. Yeah. Because Kat said she wasn't available until I don't know when. Um, Gene Siegel is a friend of a high school friend of mine. Paul DeCoster is a local dude. And so is Tony Travis. So those are all people that as soon as they, as soon as they text me, um, I'll, I'll make it a rule that I start a text thread with you in it and we get it going. And that reminds me of something. Part of like this whole thing is like, for me is it was um, you know, like since we have the show, how can the show help foster this community? You know? Yeah. And I also just wanted to throw out there that since I'm inviting a lot of people local to me, you could invite people local to you. You know, maybe your band wants to come on the show. That's a good idea. Um, I actually have a few people like, um, I'll follow up on that. It's a good idea. I have a few few things come to mind right away. Yeah. Uh, my bandmate Jeremy Wild. Yep. Has a lot of interesting things going on, and uh, is a very good. Uh, he's a good. Uh, what's the word? He's he's eloquent, loquacious, all that great good stuff. So great. I think he would be an excellent, uh, excellent guest. Yeah, because yeah, the guest, the whole guest thing is actually like probably as much as I, you know, I kind of feel like I, you know, my, my desire is to always be building something. So my desire is to continue to have shows where it's just me and you bullshitting, like coming up with that 1% improvement on the one hand, but on the other hand, I don't think anybody's really going to, in the, in the long term, I don't think, I, I guess I should say in the short term, people are not going to really listen to that. Right. Um, so the way to get listeners is to have guests. Um, and that's, you know, and, and I think like, you know, we can start local and, and get our chops up and get, you know, some cachet with some local people, but hopefully one day it expands, you know, and we have like bigger and bigger guests, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I thought it would be cool to like get, um, you know, get, I don't know. You just like think local act. What is it? Think global act local. Right. Yes. It's like, it makes sense in a way. It's like, start with your immediate community, you know? Yeah. Um, exactly. And, uh, I like, uh, it's a good point about, um, um, building up our chops too. So there's, yeah, that's a good yeah. strategy. Yeah. Building our, building our network and getting some reputation. 
I yes, and I also I I just wanted to throw out because like part of me when we when we're as we're talking about this, and I feel like the whole like interview thing makes me feel some pressure in terms of having to conduct a good interview and um you know like have those interview chops on the one hand but on the other hand uh this very successful podcaster who i sort of have like a you know uh i have a i have an internet relationship with him like he and i text but uh and i've we talked on the phone before but i'm not you know he know we, we know each other but we're not like close or anything but he's as far as I can tell, he's super successful as podcasters go. And he has also reiterated the beauty of podcasting is like the free flowing conversation and the long formness of it. You know, not that yeah. it's not a word, but like uh-huh. just the fact that it's like not, it is like the anti TikTok in a way. You know, it's, it's long form. It is candid. It's free flowing. It's you know. I mean, it's honest. It's authentic. You know. So, I I really think like it's just helpful for me to like say that out loud and remind myself of that. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. I, um, like you want to have a structure to it and, and chops and everything, but um, you know, it's it's also that element that you just mentioned. Uh, yeah, that's super important. On. In fact, it's, it's a great point. And I was actually uh, walking the dogs today, listening to a podcast, and I thought the exact same thing. I was like, wow, you know, this is really great because I'm listening to these um, these experts talking about um, their thing, but it's also just like listening to a conversation. It's like if these guys were just around a table, like having a couple of beers, talking about what they're interested in, you know, it's just like over... Uh, eavesdropping into a really cool conversation. You know, yes. I want to listen to these fascinating people. I just want to listen to them talk. Um, yeah. So on that point, uh, I guess let's reflect on um, the past couple of interviews and like, how did you feel afterwards? How do you, how do you feel like they've been going? Um, you know, how was the dynamic between the two of us and our guest? You know, do you have any thoughts about that? I do. Um, I think. Uh, I thought the interviews were really good and they were really fun. Um, I think that, you know, we, I mean, we still have. Um, I, I guess, yeah, I, I thought they were good and I thought they were really fun to do and I enjoyed listening back to them. Mm-hmm. And so so I think in terms of like as podcasts go, I think that um, they, uh, if if that was someone else's podcast that I was listening to and it wasn't us, I still think it would have been, I still would have looked at it and thought, oh, this is good. But I think exactly what was good about it was that aspect of it. The fact that it was just a, the, the, where it went in, um, I guess that what uh, the conversational aspect of it is what was really good about it. Um, I do think like, you know, in terms of just being at ease with it and between me and you and like running it, um, 
I think there's like some work to be done there for sure. Okay. Um, we can always get better uh, on the one hand, but on the other hand, uh, part of me doesn't even want to overthink of it, overthink it too much. I think we can, you know, I think we could just keep flowing and, um, and, and let it like sort of let it happen in a way. I don't know. I'm not really, I'm I'll, full disclosure. I'm sort of like trying to come up with an answer because you asked me, but I didn't <laughs> have like a really good answer. So I'm trying to like, you know, I'm sort of trying to think out loud. Um, did you well, that's fine. have any, you can, you can circle yeah. back around to it. You know, it was just something I was wondering if you had had any thoughts about it. Um, I felt like, um, that it had been going well so far. Like yep. there were, like for instance, there wasn't anything that was like, oh geez, that we struggled with this or that, like nothing like that. Um, and you and I have, have a different way of asking questions and a different uh, approach, um, yep. but they complement each other. Yep. Yeah, I completely agree um, with that. So I think, you know, I, I, I mean, I think that, you know, I hate, to, I don't, part of me like doesn't want to jinx it, <laughs> but right. I actually agree with you. You know, I think we have a good, we have definitely have complementary, um, I don't know, like approaches, uh, not even approaches, but like just complementary vibes. Yeah. So I think we um, need to lean into that more. One of the things that really um, occurred to me was how um, shutting up while the other person talks is like a really hard skill to master because you're even like even in regular conversation you're you're like sort of uh programmed to give those little like yeses and <laughs> yeah and like stuff like that like little positive feedback things yeah but even in within the context of a podcast especially like a remote recorded thing those can be disruptive if they're not perfectly placed in silence and so for me, it like as Jim was talking, for instance, and letting him talk for a long period of time without with and trying not to interject actually felt uncomfortable for me. I was okay. like, I wanted to be like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, do that you know constantly. That's a, that's a good point. And I was just thinking, um, you know, for your own, like, uh, just out of habit, we, we could mute, you could mute so that you're still able to do that and physically have that sensation of responding and um mm. but it wouldn't pick up on the mic <laughs> that's totally true yeah because you know, i do it too i want to say uh-huh or you know uh you do want to be able to laugh at jokes though so maybe maybe it's just maybe it's not a matter of muting the mics it's just uh just practice right but less less interjections vocalize when uh, there's a it's time to laugh as a group or um respond to a question directly mm -hmm. um so that's a good point um but yeah i feel like um and we've been doing enough preparation just having a few questions we're, we're gonna hit on um and occasionally just being like all right let's move along next question like time time you know like it's okay to um, I listen to a lot of podcasts and um, that happens a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like a schedule, you know, it's not. Tough. So, um, um, occasionally just got to nudge it along, keep an eye on the clock. Um, yeah. Um, and I think, I think I recall doing that a couple of times. Um, yeah, you definitely did it last show. And I already forgot the Josh Salant one because my memory is like yeah. a goldfish. Yeah. Uh, I, th- <laughs> I just think that doesn't need to happen. You know, you just want to keep it going. Um, um, so good. Um, so, uh, like I said, nothing, nothing glaring, no, no real problems to address. It's more just like, let's, let's keep working on like what we feel like is our, our strength. And, um, I think like you said, we just need two interviews. Um, yeah. So we'll keep it going. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to ask my friend, Jeremy. Nice. About that. Um, and, uh, I'm I'm almost a hundred percent that he would say yes. So I can get someone on the show. That's great. Um, yeah, we, it would be nice to like have part of the part of the value of the pod, having the podcast at all actually is partially like the building of the network. Yep. And so it's it like, you know, it's like if you ever you don't need like the icebreaker. You know, you already know Jeremy, obviously, but yeah. the the icebreaker for like anybody you want to talk to is it's like a built in icebreaker, you know, in a way. Yeah. And actually, there's no reason why we can't invite, you know, there, there's no reason where we can't invite like Trey Anastasio to come on the show, like even right now. Right. Except for maybe we would just make maybe we don't feel ready to like interview, you know, whoever. Right. Oh, I so, don't know. But I in one like sense, we could, we, could, we could interview anyone. Um, yeah. Honestly, people like talking about themselves. Of course, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's just that someone with that much cachet might be like, why am I, do- why am I spending my time doing this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, of course. So uh, I guess ready in the sense that we don't have the uh, audience to make it worth <laughs> the time. Right. But um, have an interesting conversation and how to let people speak. So I have that confidence. I have that confidence. People want to talk Great. to us. You know, I think that I think we would. Yeah, I, I think people would be happy to talk to us. I and I agree with you. I think it's just, you know, somebody with that with with limited with that much reach and limited time is not just going to come on a show with five listeners. <laughs> right. You know, right. Um, I um, if you, do, you, do you want to keep talking about that? Because I actually wanted to tell you two things. No, no let's move on. I wanted to tell you something totally it's actually one music related thing is I actually so you've been playing with other human beings but I haven't for a long time yeah um for a couple of years now on Monday night uh, a friend of mine from work actually who's uh, happens to be a guitar player and and like he's into jam bands and things and he and I have said we were going to go play for many years now um and never had a chance to we're actually going to go to an actual studio and play, um, you know, together. And uh, Mike Golub's going to play drums. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So, and I haven't, I mean, I just started like texting Mike again after a long time. Yeah. Because, you know, just, I want to get out of the house now and I want to start playing music loud uh, again. So, 
so that's my that's one quick update for me <clears throat> cool dude um and also just an update uh which i'm sort of like half excited about but um the oliver's musical genius uh youtube channel has 123 subscribers now that's not a lot of subscribers right thousands and hundreds of thousands is like you know uh, what start, it makes but they're all organic human beings mm-hmm. and they comment a lot on the videos and there's a lot of back and forth so Great. if i can keep this going for you know just keep it going period I think that, mm-hmm. you know, it's the model of, you know, it's, it's like, like we said initially, it's, it's like the R&D, uh, mm-hmm. like arm of, of this business in a way. And, but it's also like, in some senses, it's like the, the podcast is the top of the funnel, but right below that is the Oliver's Musical Genius, which is like, you know, the second thing of the funnel. And people are there. And so, you know, after there's some actual, you know, anything there, you know, like there's more people and more people engaged and there's more, you know, people are watching more consistently. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hoping we can move people to the other brands, you know? Oh, that's funny that you say, it's funny that you say that. Um, Because I was just thinking if we, if a seed has germinated, like there, like you're getting more response, uh, you know, engagement at OMG, uh-huh. um, to maybe like, like knowing that to put, maybe put more time into it or grow it more. You know what I mean? Like, like rather than force, not force, but like, like when, like I was thinking of the gardening metaphor, when you plant a bunch of seeds, if one of them comes up strong. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you don't necessarily focus your energy to get the weaker ones to catch up. Mm-hmm. Just be like, ah, this is the one. This. Yeah. So um, I'm not saying to do it to the exclusion of other things, but if you if if things are getting traction there, mm-hmm. to lean to lean into that to push even more mm-hmm. in there. So it was yep. just a thought. It's well, that's thought. yes, and that's totally mm-hmm. like true. That that's you know like a, that's. The, that's the that's a contrary not contrary but like that's an alternative viewpoint that i hadn't considered in a way right mm-hmm. but but also but, but mostly because i had been focused on this other philosophical aspect of it um but i do i i guess i do also agree that it it, it can certainly be its own thing and maybe it's the main thing right maybe yeah um I actually haven't been too engaged in OMG at all. So I got to uh, do my due diligence and get in there and I'm going to start checking out some of the content more and see what kind of discussions are going in, maybe chime in myself mm. and uh, more informed opinion about maybe how we can uh, use that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so, we'll do that. so maybe, yeah, maybe, so I should give you the password so you can comment if, if people want to, if like, if you feel like the, if you feel like yeah. you have the, you know, like you want to yeah. co- get in there and comment on stuff. Yes. So I can tell you which afterwards, send me, the, yeah. send me the login stuff for uh, the, the stuff for OMG. That'd be great. 
I can tell you the videos that get a lot of traction are mostly like lesson type videos, like demonstrating uh-huh. licks directly out of a book, stuff like uh-huh. that gets a lot of traction. Cool. Well, that's yeah. great because I mean, this is how it all started. Do you, if I recall, was uh, te- teaching guitar to people. Right. Like in the most fundamental way. So it's good. Right. It's very, um, very good. Good. So those are my only, those are my two updates. That's great though. For the week, I guess, or the, the year. <laughs> I don't even know. Very good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, my only update, you know, I have been, um, and we sort of, uh, been reinventing ourselves the last, uh, month or so every time we play instead of, we have a few songs that we have had for like a year, I guess, or a couple of years now. Um, but we've yeah. been really, I barely pick up my bass the past few times, just been playing keyboard, synth bass and keyboard. No way. And, um, yeah. And, um, it's been really fun. It's, um, and, um, and, uh, so we're sort of, a. It's an interesting time because the, the the music's gotten a lot more interesting, but at the same time, they're we're kind of backing off on how much time we're spending. Like it's going down to like once a while, and so it's sort of just like it's gonna. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with the project, but we've sort of come up with a tentative plan to have big this summer. Um, there is a local um, sort of. Um, growing uh, agricultural growing like indoor growing supply shop retail establishment mm. um, part of the the weed scene here um, and uh, like that's all legal in uh, Virginia now recreational cannabis is legal now and all that so it's a exploding like scene mm-hmm. um, and then twice a week they have um, at their warehouse where they store their pallets of like all the stuff that's a big warehouse space they actually set up vendors like a farmer's tables and one's got their products out and then they have a live band. So it's sort of like a social event farm. Like it's picture a farmer's market, you know, with like the band off on the side, maybe totally. know, and then people mingling. So that's like a regular thing now. So it's like a growing scene and uh, they mostly have Grateful Dead cover bands playing there. Um, and it makes uh, sense. Like you have to play for like four hours. Uh, four hours but you know you only play for three with breaks and whatever um but i went in a super chill scene everyone's really really high um uh so they're very open to uh whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh we think maybe uh we can we don't really have a format where we'd, we could play for three hours but we're thinking of splitting the bill with another band mm-hmm. um, and uh the guys jeremy and ryan who are in my band are also in a lot of these dead cover bands so it'd be one of their other bands. So, oh, you know. yeah, that's that's um, convenient. Yeah, so they would only set up what they'd only set up, and they'd be set up, um, and whatever. Um, so it's logistically easy with backline. Um, and then, um, so that's that's a musical update. Mm. Uh, Horizon, um, and we can freak an actual people out gig. Kind of experimental, yeah, an actual gig. Holy it's been a shit! While. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, updates to follow. We shall. See. It's crazy that you're not playing that much bass. Uh, it just sort of happened. Yeah. How do you like playing? People. Are you playing like how much keyboards do you know? Because I, I don't remember you ever playing keyboards. No, I see that when we thing. were always playing together. That's the thing. I don't really know a lot on keyboards. 
Uh-huh. Um, like, I don't know chord voicings. Right. You know what I mean? I just know the basics. Like the notes. Um, but, yeah. But when I'm not playing, like, a piano sound. You know what I mean? I'm playing like really rich, like textural, like tones and stuff like that. So, um, you can play, uh, uh, um, and there's like sequencers and, um, arpeggiators, I mean, so I'll hit a key and then it will play like a whole, like chordal, like thing off of it. Mm. So I'm just like, Oh, I'm in this key. And then it's doing all this, creating a ton of sound at that like with that pitch it's like sort of like the center yeah all these different filters and effects that go on it so it's really like you don't have to have like keyboard chops to like create a lot of interesting sounds Mm. um and knowing how to interact with like the live music that's happening and like and, and using your your filters and your different modulations interact with the music live that's just like you either have the touch in the ear the touch or you don't and like i do so yeah do you do i'll just be like i'll just be like doinking around with a few things and then like our keyboard player who like knows all the voicings and all the stuff and has like 10 keyboards and like this whole setup like he's like why do you like you sound that sounds great why do you sound so awesome in like two seconds and like i can't get these good sounds i'm like i don't know it's just like I just plugged yeah. it in and started moving around. So I guess like, you know, I'm getting good feedback from them. Like that sounds really good. Um, and then um, if I do want to play a bass line like strictly on keyboard, you know, I know enough keyboard to like play a single note at a time. Right. You know, and like bass isn't like super fast notes. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, I can do it. Um, but, uh, yeah. So. That's cool. It, it, it is cool. Um, but then I picked up, I've been practicing enough. It's like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> it's like, oof, this feels clunky. Like I got to start practicing more because I do like playing bass. So I'm not, I haven't like left it behind or anything. It's just been like, that's what we've been exploring. It's like that electronic sound. The drummer like, uh, gets off his acoustic kit and is like, writing beats on his computer and sequencing them and like doing all the stuff and like crawling between two beats and um you know even like how could a drummer you know when you play with a, a live drummer and they can interact with what's happening with their fills with their accents you know right to the millisecond you know or on the fly but if, like if you hit a loop on a drum how are you going to do that you know what i mean like how are you going to respond if you're playing a drum loop right yeah, come up with this system where he has uh, like two separate beats going, and one has like is a lot more sixteenth note, like full. One's more of a stripped down beat, right? Uh huh. And he can cross fade. He like just to simplify, he can like hop back and forth between them in sync, so he can like if there's an accent at some part of a four bar phrase, you know what I mean his drums will sound like he's a live drummer improvising like with the spur of the moment accent pattern that's come up all of a sudden, you know, Mm. on top of that, he has trigger pads that he can play live. They create electronic sounds over the beats. So he, he's just, he's 
covering this as we go. He's really excited because he's like, I don't want to be. He's like, I had an aversion to this because I thought it's like fake drums. Like I'm not really playing drums if I just hit a beat on a button, right? Mm-hmm. But now he's like, wait a minute, no, no, I can interact live. He's like, I can write this stuff on the fly. I can improvise like all the elements of the beat. He's like, wow, it's real. So there's a lot of yeah. musicality in it. Um, so that's been awesome. I, what's, what's, so I have like a million questions, but because <laughs> it, but I'll tell you, like, I'll just react to that. That would be like, you know, any of that actually probably would be like hell for me in a way. Because I don't know what it is about me. And this gets me thinking about like my own psychology. Yeah. But I, for me, it's about the, it's about playing. Mm-hmm. And I am somewhat like I am relatively averse to manipulating technology in a way. Like it gets me mm-hmm. like, just to give you an example, I heard something, I don't know what made me think of this, but I heard something cool that was like really cool, like electronic music or something. And what immediately occurred to me in my mind was how cool would it be if I could create that effect on my acoustic guitar by layering, by making my own multi-track recording? Like what if I could make an acoustic guitar, the rawest, most like, you know, unelectric thing that I can personally play. Mm-hmm. What if I could make that sound like electronic music? Mm-hmm. And so, but like, it's, I guess it's just like my, my own psychology just thinks like I would, I want to be, I want to be making all the sounds, I guess, mm-hmm. rather than like having technology make the sounds. And you know, like even from that, it's like, I don't, even like I don't really even have many pedals, yeah. You know, but, and you I know, haven't really figured them out <laughs> for the most part. As a know? counterpoint, as a counterpoint, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's an acoustic guitar. That's great. That's still technology, right? You know what That's I mean? It's like you're not unless you're play, like hitting your body parts and singing, like you're using technology. So ain't, um, ain't that just because the there's electrons going through it? You know. But but no, that's exactly what the drummer thought for a long time and why he didn't want to do that. Because he's like, I need to be physically playing my drums. Like, it's a thing. Um, but then you realize there's all these genres of music that don't have a live drum kit in them. Like, yes. once you play live drums, like, you know, there's a source that's just like, it's almost putting it in a genre. So, you know, a lot of dance music, a lot, a lot of, there's a lot of music that just doesn't have a drum set in it. So what do you do? <laughs> you know? So we're like, um, yeah, it's, it's all new for us. Like we've only played in like bands and rock bands and jam bands and jazz bands. You know what I mean? It's, Mm-hmm. all new to it's all new to us but it was like sort of like that was the idea behind the project was mm-hmm. can these musicians these old-fashioned musicians like make electronica mm-hmm. um yeah i remember our early conversations it was like you 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 were like well we're trying to make like actual legit electronic music 
and and right. and, and you, you and I had a conversation on the podcast about yeah. like the psychology of you know the, the having a different psychology about like all these different aspects of music like timbre and 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 how much time you can repeat something and you know and right. what are the elements of the music you know it's like it maybe it's not even events it's like it's there are events but like maybe the primary thing is like uh, uh, textures like that change over time or something you know Mm -hmm. it's like a different it's just it's just way different (laughs) right than than live music so have you ever listened to future sounds of london uh no I don't think so. Oh, okay, I will send you a link to an album that is, I would say, um, yeah, I think you'll find it. I think you'll find it interesting. It's mm-hmm. electronica, but it's not like dance music. It's definitely more mm-hmm. like it's like very. Uh, no, it's good. I won't say too much, too much more. Um, but it was just something that's inspired us, uh, us as a band. So mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of gets you in the headspace of of uh, what kind of what we're doing. Mm. Cool. Um, yeah, right. I'm excited when you guys make a record. Yeah, I'd like well, to hear. Luckily, we know. do post a lot of our we post a lot of our stuff up there, but uh, on SoundCloud, something I want to talk to them about. Yeah, I, I want to talk to them about like producing or making a release. Um, I just feel like that's a better fit to us than actually gigging. But hey, that's just me. Probably true, but of course, you could play like a dance party, you know, and like a late okay. night. Yeah, like, but you know, like, limelight like, style. We're old dudes now. We're old dudes. You know what I mean? I know. Singers are like in their twenties, so it's a weird thing. It's a thing. Um, well, there are some okay. dance parties where the people are still there at seven a.m. and you guys could take over from the people who've been playing all night. <laughs> just, we just like show up. <laughs> like, like, I just gotta pull up on my Volvo with like a <laughs> cup of coffee. With a cup of coffee, all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, or whatever the stage <laughs> is. <laughs> And there's people that have been dancing all night long, like a rave. Yeah. You're the morning. You're the morning crew, the cleanup crew. <laughs> Hilarious, but it's it's actually might there might actually be like if they still do all night raves and stuff, like you know, you could be the morning act for Burning Man or something. You know, for people who are just there to dance like 24 hours a day for the entire time. Yep. Then you know, you guys like you, no one can really play for that long somebody's got to take over in the morning oh i guess that's not true i guess some people can yeah well all right dude this is great it's a good spot yeah let's um we're gonna wrap it up and uh and um we'll we got to get these people back on the show to for the next um i have my marching orders for uh for the week um and and we'll follow up with all these other people who to do the um what should we call it the interviews yep. so people who, to next yeah me too yeah. um people people who have been listening to us please like and subscribe and leave a rating and review if you wish to please share the podcast with others but uh and most importantly rather get out there and play some music uh we we really want our mission to be that we inspire people to do something so you can just pick up your uh, your instrument and play for uh, 10 minutes, like just warm up. Anything's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. And I've had that, that moment several times in the past week where I really didn't actually feel like playing. And I just picked up the guitar 
Um, and there was always this expectation that you're going to get something done or something, or at least that's, my, that's me. So if anybody else has that experience, then, then fine. But, and I would just pick up the guitar and actually I spent a lot of time this week just playing guitar while I was watching TV, um, like mindlessly playing scales and arpeggios and things while I was watching TV. And I got a lot of practicing in that way because <laughs> I just couldn't practice normally, I guess. I don't know. This, it was a hard week for me, busy week. So I needed to like be sort of like detach my brain somehow. And that worked. So do something. Find Get something, out there. Yeah, find something that works for you. Anything is better than nothing. Um, you can be a slacker like Keith and watch TV. And play your scales. <laughs> play your scales. Inspiration to us all. I haven't figured out how to play. I haven't figured out yet how I can play video games time, but um, oh well. Well, that's your job. That's, that's that's figure figure that shit out, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. Um, I guess that's it. And um, looking forward to doing podcast will be an interview hopefully but probably all right adios later dude